Okay, thank you so much. Um, the paper that I'm going to present now is still work in progress and it's part of my PhD research project and I'm looking forward to your comments, questions and suggestions. Um, let me start by saying a little bit about the research background. Um, every year a vast number of highly skilled persons leave Iran and seek new opportunities in the United States, mostly in the United States and in Europe. And a look back into history suggests that these migration flows are steeped in tradition. They first began with educational exchanges in the early 19th century and then reached a peak in the year of the Iranian Revolution in 1979 and um, since then uh, has continually uh, continued to grow. Um, a well-educated diaspora uh, has developed as a result of these movements, most especially in the United States and in Germany. Um, however, empirical findings indicate that Iranians in the immigrating to the United States are more successful in sustaining and promoting their educational and professional potential that they bring with them than Iranians migrating to Europe, especially in Germany, the picture that, uh, of the high-skilled Iranian taxi driver uh, dominates. Um, here, a variety of influencing factors at the micro, micro meso and macro level become important, but also the agency of migrants reacting to these structural conditions uh, plays a key role. Um, in my presentation, I would like to shed light on some of the, or on the dynamics of Iranian migration processes by focusing on the role of networks. I will show that networks in Iranian migration serve to overcome structural obstacles in migration. Um, they help to generate different forms of social capital, which then can be used to transform educational potential into cultural capital that facilitates swift market access. Um, I would uh, like to briefly highlight the role of networks in migration and the concept of social capital. Um, most of you might be familiar with it, but um, I'd like to clarify it again. And then present preliminary findings regarding patterns and impacts of social networks on the migration of skilled Iranians and on their economic integration in Germany and the United States. As we all know, migrants do not enter a new country as isolated individuals, but rather build upon um, and are orientated towards networks of information, support, assistance and responsibilities. In the word of Tilly, it's not the people who migrate, but networks. Um, a considerable amount of studies in the past few decades have engaged with the topic of networks in migration. As you all know, dynamics and patterns of networks have been extensively and comparedly examined and research shows that the form and characteristic of networks varies depending on or vary depending on relational and structural context they are emerging in. Um, types of migrant networks have been differentiated, for example by Boyd and Novak who says that or who categorize networks into family and personal networks, labor networks and illegal migrant networks. Other, researches, uh, or the other research has shown or discovered that different occupational classes rely on different networks. Um, for example, networks, uh, high occupational groups utilize networks of colleagues or organizations, whereas unskilled workers rather rely on kin-based networks. 
All in all, there's a largely consensus that these networks have facilitating effects on migration processes. Social networks help migrants to lower the cost and risk of migration and provide them with information about jobs, accommodation, legal and bureaucratic uh, procedures as well as offering services, food and psychological support. Uh, thus, migrant networks are understood to perpetuate migration processes. The impact of networks on the economic integration of migrants seems to be especially complex. Whereas some researchers like Poros argue that networks based on kin and friendship and community ties may lead migrants into limiting ethnic niche occupation due to a lack of new and better information and possibilities, uh, which causes then a downward occupational mobility, I opt for a more contextual approach and argue with others that depending on the legal and institutional and social exclusions migrants experience in the respective occupation field or national context, ethnic networks can either turn into mobility pitfalls or lead to a gentrification of educational potential. And this then is the case for low-skilled as well as high-skilled migrants. So networks constitute, in the words of Thomas Feist, the crucial, I quote, the crucial meso-level between micro and macro concepts of migration, I quote, helping us to move beyond the impersonal mechanics of gravity and push and pull theories of migration and to connect individual and social structural reasons for migrating. Increasingly linked to the concept of social networks or, or to the concept of research uh, of social networks in migration, the notion of social capital uh, becomes important. Social capital uh, is understood as Bourdieu-Vacan say it, the sum of resources, actual or virtual, that accrue to an individual or a group by virtue of possessing a durable network of more or less institutionalized relationships of mutual acquaintances and recognition. The main references in literature on social capital are Coleman and Bourdieu, whereas Coleman's approach to social capital is rooted in neoclassical economic schemes such as the rational choice theory and Becker's theory of human capital, and human capital understood as a set of identifiable characteristics like educational resources that migrants bring from one country to the other and that either fit or do not fit. Um, in contrast to that, Bourdieu's perspective on capital distinguishes different states of capital, economic, cultural, social and the symbolic then, and takes into account the processes through which these resources or resources are made convertible into capital. Bourdieu regards the convertibility essential for the formation of capital, um, which adds an important layer, in my opinion, to the complexity, uh, important layer of complexity to the matter. As mentioned earlier, migration takes place in a structure characterized by social ties, which can be either interpersonal or organizational. The membership in networks um, or broader social structures is the precondition for the accumulation and usage of various forms of social capital. In accordance, with, in, in accordance with Bourdieu, I think social capital helps individuals to command scarce resources for their positioning and the maintenance or improvement of it in society and also um, in the uh, labor market. Hence, establishing, maintaining and expanding social ties in migration 
and accumulating social capital provides migrants with the capability of transforming cultural resources into cultural capital and gaining economic capital. With respect to high-skilled migration, research on social capital has stressed the importance of institutionalized networks and pointed to bilateral and transnational agreements such as the EU, NAFTA or GATS, accelerating the mobility of skilled personnel. Um, the underlying assumption is that the standardization of higher education and relevant professions encourages institutional cooperation and facilitates the transnational movement of labor. However, the mobility of highly skilled people also takes place beyond cooperative ties um, and beyond institutional levels. Skilled migrants also move across borders as students, academics, as spouses and uh, seeking for asylum or as refugees. Especially regarding my target group, these forms of movements were prevalent. Here different patterns of embeddedness into networks have emerged that impact in different ways their economic integration, as I'm going to show now. I've done my, um, my field work in, um, in the United States, in, Los, in the broader Los Angeles area, and in Germany, mainly in uh, Cologne and Hamburg, and I've uh, conducted semi-structured interviews with uh, Iranian immigrants, skilled Iranian immigrants. And the interviews covered past experiences of education, migration, work, marriage, and then associational, cultural, and political activities, as well as future plans. In addition to that, I gathered information through expert interviews with local actors from within the field of immigration and labor market. Um, and within the field of asylum. Uh, the goal there was to explore the institutional parameters of migration of my target group in more detail. Um, <clears throat> the data gathered il il illustrates the relationship between migrants' creative agency, where forms of capital are mobilized and validated in interaction with the structures on the macro and meso uh, level and uh, that influence their professional career and migration. And network is one crucial aspect in these dynamics. Um, a striking difference in the utilization of networks became apparent when I compared the two national sites, the United States and Germany. Iranians in Los Angeles strongly emphasized membership in networks running along ethnic or religious lines. And these networks then helped them to accumulate social capital and to compensate for negative regulatory effects on the macro level regarding their economic integration. In contrast, interviews from Germany refrained from such attributions. Here, ties beyond kinship in the inter-ethnic community showed a greater impact on the realization of educational potential. Um, I'd like to share the following considerations on this future and discuss afterwards. Whereas the United States is considered a classic immigrant uh, society with consistently high levels of newcomers and has historically involved processes of community building, um, the commitment to becoming an immigrant society has been absent from Europe European countries like Germany until recently. The subject of migration in Germany has traditionally been concerned 
concerned with uh, hiring temporary workers, the so-called guest workers, who were expected to depart once their contract ended. Besides the guest workers, ethnic Germans returned from abroad. And furthermore, um, in the past 20, 30 years, or even, yeah, uh, a change, the changing geopolitical landscape and numerous crises within Europe led to dramatic increases in the number of people seeking asylum in Germany. Um, in order to deal with these new challenges with the asylum um, seekers, um, with these challenges to the social welfare state, uh, and to distribute the costs evenly among the different federal states, a system of initial distribution of asylum seekers was brought into effect. This slowed down processes of community building among my target group, among Iranians, who predominantly enter Germany on the ground of political asylum. The system, the distribution system, did not only organize the distribution, but also the accommodation and the catering of its target group, causing newcomers to enter the institutional network of support and information. Uh, institutional help then continues on an economic level, although now, to a lesser extent than in the 1990s, foreign educational attainment is very often not recognized by the German state or labor market institutions. But since the continuing economic activity is seen as one of the most important conditions for successful integration of immigrants, German employment centers, one of the pillars of the welfare state, offer and finance further um, professional training. However, in the German context, this kind of ongoing education is likely to have downgrading effects as the employment centers in general provide non-academic training. The following typical case um, that um, is drawn from my material exemplifies this matter. So there is this uh, Kian, I call him Kian, um, a high school Iranian, and he and his brother, they were the first ones in the family that uh, went to the university. He is still back in Iran. He studied business administration and earned a four years bachelor degree. However, after finishing his studies, um, as well as the obligatory military service, he was not able to carry out his profession, prim uh, primarily due to his political activism in the years following the revolution. Um, he was engaged or he engaged himself in working as a teacher of mathematics and in 1990 he and his family came to Germany. Germany was not his first choice uh, of destination but he emigrated to get himself and his family out of Iran. However, in order to leave the country they made use of a highly developed smuggling system which helped them to enter Germany illegally. Smuggling costs were high and financial constraints of the family did not allow for a continuation of their travels. Immediately after arrival in Germany, Kian applied for asylum. As mentioned, being part of the asylum system in Germany meant at that time an allocation of places to stay. It also placed a ban on working in official education. Kian took private German classes until the positive decision on his asylum claim was received. This entitled him to participate in German classes financially supported by the German employment centers. There he learned about the possibility to engage in a further educational training program provided for by the social welfare state that would raise his chances of proper employment because his university degree and his teaching experiences in Iran were not recognized as cultural capital. 
He decided to accomplish a job training in industrial management and electronic data processing and when he finished he was able to find work in accordance with his new qualification. Um, this shows to be a common feature in the German sample where immigrants regained cultural capital that they could use for the labor market integration through institutionalized information networks. And these networks not only provide immigrants with the knowledge of further education possibilities but also with the financial means that are needed for this process. On the contrary, in the United States such institutional support for newcomers does not exist. Migrants turn elsewhere to find information and help, uh, most likely in social networks based on kinship, friendship and community ties, as my next case exemplifies. Amir, who studied and worked in the field of civil engineering in Iran, came to the United States in 1948. He left Iran for socio-political reasons and chose the U.S. to reunite with his family, which had moved to the U.S. during the time of the revolution. During the first nine months of his stay, he privately began to learn English, but he did not have employment. However, through family and friends, he soon accumulated social capital, which helped him to get his first job in a manufacturing company, and later he got involved in his brother's uh, furniture business. This is according to Aaron Terraras, uh, a typical way of initial immigrant economic integration, because unlike in Germany, I quote, perhaps the most distinctive feature of the US model of, immigration, of immigrant integration is the lack of public institutions mandated with enhancing immigrants' economic outcomes. During that time, he started occupying himself with the professional domain of real estate. With the increase in flows of Iranians to Los Angeles, a fair amount had greater financial means, the niche for Persian-speaking real estate agents emerged. With the help of family and friends, he started investing in houses, improving his business through experience, and he became a real estate agent, which he remains today. He was able to mobilize his social capital to value his cultural resources through the civil engineering knowledge that he had gained prior to migration, and his membership in his ethnic social network allowed him to convert his language skills, Persian, into a capital that was asked for in the local labor market. Um, to conclude, the presented cases point to uh, different levels of migrants' creative agency in reaction to the different structural con conditions that impact on migrants' trajectories into the professional realm. Networks are an important part of those dynamics. Social networks facilitate but also constrain the movement and economic incorporation of immigrants. And I'll leave it here. Thanks.